What is a fellow bench farmer's welcome to your daily friends? Hey guys, what is up big day? Today, amazing trades, crazy ones. My name is JJT with Commission Commission Eric. And it's not even trade deadline yet. We still have a few hours left. What, uh, around 10 hours before the trade deadline? Yeah, 10 hours. Uh, so there's there could be some more. And after seeing the trades today, I would sense that there will be a few more, but probably not as big as the one that happened today. Uh, but before that, we'll talk about quickly injury. Jalen Brown had a facial fracture. Um, will be out. Was it a fracture? I think it was, it was a fracture. A... Uh, oh, okay. I, I read it was a contusion, but uh, I guess they updated it into a fracture. I read somewhere it's a fracture. But anyway, uh, it's a facial injury. It's a face injury. Um, not sure how long he will be out, but definitely he won't be playing in the All-Star game. So that's probably a couple of weeks there. Um, the thing with facial injuries, usually you could, you know, if it heals, it doesn't really have to fully heal, right? Sometimes the players use masks to protect yeah. it, right? So uh, hopefully it won't be like five, six weeks. Hopefully it won't be that long. No, I hope. <laughs> I don't think it will be. The, the good news is he wasn't traded. No? If he was traded, maybe it would take. They would take. Uh, maybe Brooklyn would, would uh would ask him to rest longer. But if he wasn't traded, so maybe maybe after the All Star break, you'll see him back with a mask. You know that's possibly possible scenario. All right. So today, the biggest trades happened today. First one, Russell Westbrook. I guess that's the first deal that major deal that happened today. Russell Westbrook traded to the Utah Jazz. Uh, players involved here. Let me see. So the let's, Lakers. Let's do it team per team, I guess. Yeah. Fantasy guys. Yeah. Let's start with the Lakers. The Lakers uh, got the Lakers got D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt. And, and they lost Westbrook. And they lost uh Russell Westbrook. Uh, I think Juan Toscano Anderson, Anderson was also part of that. And another player, I forgot. Damian, Damian Jones. Jones. Yeah, Damian Jones. Damian Jones. So okay, that, so, for so the Lakers. Yeah. Lakers first. That's, that's the that's the more I guess not clear part because they got three rotation players for the uh one one player in Russell Westbrook. That's the that's the deal. No, basically they got three players they have to not they have that they will use. So I think um D'Angelo would be I think neutral value. He's averaging around 18, 19 points, uh six or seven assists, some three pointers here and there. Uh we're not talking real basketball here, just fantasy basketball. Stats wise, those are the numbers I expect him to continue doing in the with the Lakers. Yeah. Now that's I think so basically around there. Now the other players there, I think Malik will get a hit. I think Vanderbilt will get a hit. A hit. Because Vanderbilt is the biggest question here because you know people are, you know, yeah. uh, some guys, some players, some managers who might have held on to him a little longer, just to see what happens in the trade deadline, right? Um, there have been some questions whether Vanderbilt is a must add or what. I just feel like, yeah, you can. 
not as high as on him because they're still they're Anthony Davis. They're asking if he's a must-add. No, if he's, he benefits or, you know, of course, uh, something, you know, after this trade, maybe if he... I, I'm sure he was dropped in a lot of leagues too. So, um, I think he is one of the players that many would think could benefit in this trade. Because there were two players that's usually asked, right? Him and Colin okay. Sexton. So, since okay. we're in the Lakers, let's talk about Vanderbilt. My thoughts on Vanderbilt is that... The, my worry is he might be the similar, he might play a similar role. Maybe start from time to time, but there's Rui there, there's Anthony Davis. I mean, I don't think he's going to get a lot of opportunities to get double-digit rebounds, right? Maybe the stocks could be there, uh, but I think the consistency won't be there. So, not really a must-add, but you could take a flyer actually, if he's available. Actually, I would... That's why I ask you because I do. I, I'm the one holding Vanderbilt for a while, and my question to myself is: Should I drop him after this year? So it's not even an ad. I was thinking of dropping him altogether in a 16-team league at that. So, uh, for me, if there, the good news is I don't have to drop him for now. You know, I'll yeah. be waiting if there will be uh, other players that would suddenly become mass ads. Then I might add for Vanderbilt, but there, for now there's none. So I'll probably play him tomorrow. To see because LeBron might if be he out plays tomorrow. tomorrow. I doubt he plays tomorrow. Oh yeah, he might not play tomorrow. So he won't. But either be... way, I think you should hold. Um, I, 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 I doubt that they're gonna start him with Anthony Davis and LeBron. There's Rui. Rui fits that better because he, Jared Vanderbilt can't shoot. You cannot have Anthony Davis, LeBron, and 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 uh, Vanderbilt together. That would be a, a spacing nightmare. I just feel like he's probably gonna be a backup of Anthony Davis. He's probably a better backup than Thomas Bryant at this point at the power, at the center position because Vanderbilt is a center. He's a center in a small body, uh, basically because he can't really shoot. He can't he can't really uh, yeah. uh, space the floor. So uh, I think that's the role. He might have some role as a backing up Rui. No, he'll get he'll get his minutes. He's gonna be probably the better one, a better Juan Toscano Anderson. What they're expecting from Juan Toscano. They're probably gonna get it from Vanderbilt right now in real basketball terms, but fantasy wise, not enough minutes, not consistent minutes. Maybe there are games where LeBron is out. I think he's gonna get a lot of minutes, you know, partnering with AD. But the LeBron, the games where LeBron will play, it's not gonna be pretty because he might get 15, 16 minutes off the bench. Plus the fact that we haven't talked about the wings. We talked about Rui. How about the Malik Beasley, the Lonnie Walkers? There are a lot of uh, wings right suddenly in LA that's gonna have you know, to be fed <laughs> some yeah. minutes. Uh, there. So Vanderbilt for me is a hit. It's a yeah. Well, I don't think there's any more hit to Vanderbilt because you yeah. know in Utah he was you know pretty much droppable. Uh, yeah. with the way they've been using him. So um, whether to hold him, maybe if you're asking if you're gonna hold him, I. Probably hold to see how the rotation would look because these are all, you know, guesses from us. We we're not really the coaches here. We feel that you know maybe uh, Vanderbilt would be better off the bench, but you know we don't know what's what's on the mind of uh, Darvin Ham. They might want uh, someone Rui as the replacement of LeBron off the bench, play the small forward role. Uh, he they play similar roles, right? And then you know like. Come said, they might not start Vanderbilt, but we don't know. Uh, so for me, 
I'll wait to see what happens in the first game. But for me, for me, my my theory there is as long as there's nobody with higher upside in the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You well, you hold on to him. We'll we'll talk about some of the guys as well later yeah. who you know uh probably were were affected by all of these trades. All right, so that's the Lakers. Next is the Jazz. Okay, the Jazz get yeah. Westbrook. Uh, who else did they get? They get Toscano. They yeah. get Damian. Yeah. They get the, what the Lakers gave them. Uh, the Lakers gave them a poo-poo platter and a draft pick. One draft, draft picks. Pick I think they 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 value the one. draft pick. Yeah, but that one draft pick is top four protected, and if that doesn't convey, it becomes second round picks. So, I don't understand why Danny Ainge agreed to this, but no, he did. it's it might be to free the cap space for next maybe, free maybe. agency. True, true, but for I just because that's Westbrook, forty million dollars. Yeah, but my thought was Beasley, Vanderbilt, and and uh, who's the other guy? Uh, Conley could have gotten them a, a first round pick that is not protected, or yeah. maybe you know doesn't convey into a second round pick. I don't know, but whatever. In, In fact, fairness, twice, the yeah the, the the Jazz I think have fifteen first round picks, and that's a lot yeah. already. Um, yeah, but, but I'm thinking. Fact, here's my thinking: they'll buy out uh Westbrook, and then yeah. On the free agent market, they'll sign a player who's already a proven star. That's what they need. This is Utah. There's nobody who's gonna sign in Utah for I forty think million dollars. There might be cap space. Cap cap space is useless if you're in a small market team. Uh, OKC knows that. San Antonio knows that. Utah knows that. It's not gonna. They're not gonna be able to use their cap space. I think that cap space will be best better off. You know, getting. Disgruntled star players. That's how they do it. That's how they will do it, and I think that's how Danny Ainge will do it. Right now, it's more of I don't think the cap space is good. I think they're gonna try, as we said yesterday, they're try they're gonna try to put their standing slowly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We didn't put the word tank, but something like that. And maybe Jordan Clarkson is in danger. Of course, Kelly Olinik. We have to wait until later. No Manila time until the deadline, but I have a feeling these guys are in danger of also being moved. For now, from what for what we know, it's the opposite for the Lakers. They gave up some pretty good, decent rotation pieces, and they got back no one <laughs> because they're gonna well, buy. They out got back the Lakers trash. Yes. So unless you surprise us and play Westbrook, which I doubt, because I think Westbrook has a uh, history in Utah. Also, there's I think there's something there. Uh, with the fans or whatever, so I don't think they're gonna really play Westbrook. With that, Colin Sexton, you asked a while ago, he's, yeah, he started today. I think he's gonna start. They also gave up Nikhil Alexander Walker to Minnesota, yeah. so they're down. They're down four players. So I think Sexton is really, really gonna be. I don't, I, I don't remember how many points he did today, but he did well. Um, he did, I think, twenty. Yeah, something, something like that. five rebounds, five assists. I think this that's is funny thing. because we were talking about him yesterday. Where am I correct? We talked about Sexton yesterday or the other day, and I said, "What's the point of holding Sexton? Why is he yeah, sixty percent?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, "The only reason you do that is because Conley." We might talked get about paid. him a couple of quickies ago in our hold or drop yeah. episode. Yes, and we said only reason is Conley. If Conley gets traded, then you know you stash him until a trade deadline, and then after that decide. So at least for now, it's early enough. He's gonna is a must add. I was able to add him in our FPWD so I'm ha- happy about that and also in another very deep league. So he, he's an add. And then Talon Horton Tucker, maybe somebody you can consider. 
as a player that that benefits he's probably going to back up uh, Sexton and get some minutes when Sexton starts will be uh, a lot of times so there uh, i think those two are the main guys and then the others are all streamers i don't see anybody else here Ochai Agbaji i mentioned him he's the rookie that they're high on he played 24 minutes today didn't do anything but um, they are still high on him he might go in he's like a AJ Griffin Isaac Apollo type of guy uh, not really so far showing much, but so the the team loves him. So let's see if he can he can get it together for the second half of the season because they 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 lack all sorts of depth right now. Uh, and it's I don't think you know anything's fi- any any of that is final. Like you said in Utah, uh, I'm pretty sure they're still gonna make some changes there. Um, Westbrook, what to do? If you're holding on to Westbrook at this point, um, for Westbrook, well, he's gonna be bought out. There are a lot of speculations already where he will go. No, I we mentioned Clippers. We Lots mentioned of teams Port- wanted him. Wizards, well, we Miami, Chicago, Dallas. Yeah, we mentioned all of those. Clippers, Dallas. Yeah, so there are a lot of teams that want him. Um. If I own him, I'll just hold on to him. Hopefully, the buyout process and the signing process will be fast. Is he available in your? Is he eligible for your IL IL plus? I don't own any Westbrook, but let's see. He should. He not should be because he should be. If he's game time decision, he's yeah, game he time decision. Be. So he should be. Um, if he's a, you're able to stash him in your IL plus, you just stash him because if he gets signed by a team like. Well, speculations are all over the place. If it's Charlotte, that's good for him. Even if it's like a contending team that maybe needs some depth, maybe he can still have some value. So we'll have to wait. We'll have to wait for yeah, Westbrook. So wait Just and try see to hold on. with the Westbrook side. Who's the third team here? Minnesota. Minnesota. Conley. It's a boost for Conley. Just to make it fast. No, It's a boost. Yeah. Conley um, basically is, is a better defender. Now he doesn't have the tank problems yeah. in Utah, Minnesota will try to play. He goes to, with Gobert. Maybe this is also yes, let's go. I mean, maybe Gobert needs his steady bear whatever. Uh, his point guard is here. So, yeah, this is good for Gobert. This is good for Mike Conley. So, then that's it for Minnesota. Alright. The next one, uh, let's put give uh, smaller trades first. Jakob Pertl goes to Toronto as, you know, have been rumors uh, already have been rumored already in the past um, that Toronto was high on Pertle. And then, you know, um, Spurs got Cambridge and a pick. Um, your thoughts? Toronto looks a move still away, a move or two, maybe. Yeah, I think they still have some moves. Uh, the, the the rumor was Gary Trent for Jakob Pogodal. So this was a little shocking that it became Cambridge, but I think they gave up a first round pick. Maybe to compensate for the not giving up Gary Trent. Now that's uh, a little in Toronto. It's a little bit uh, similar to the Lakers. They add a starting center. They don't give up their big five. But as Jeremy said, there probably is some moves coming up. I yeah. think the, uh, Shams and uh, Woj already reported that uh, OG. Uh, is I think in the last... OG is the guy. Yeah, OG is the guy who's gonna move. Yeah, OG is the guy who, who might be moved. Um, and then, um, so if OG, OG gets moved, the starting five will be Potal, Siakam, and the, and the others, Trent, FVV. But there's still chances that Siakam will be moved. There's still chances 
FVV can be moved, Gary Trent. So there's lots of lots of uh, uh, pieces here that have not yet settled. Yeah. But I think we can we can uh, overall. Right I think now, this is a win for Jakob Porto owners. It's a win in the sense that at least probably is not the tanking goes away. Hopefully, the issues of tanking goes away. It's a loss in the sense that he has to deal with a lot more. Uh, probably depth in the starting five, maybe yeah. something like that. But they'll still take it as a win. The other starters of uh, Toronto, though, it's a loss for all of them because they have to, you know, uh, have Potal come in and get some minutes. Uh, for for Toronto. In the other side, San Antonio, they lost center. They didn't gain anything. Pupu Platter also. <laughs> so Zach Collins, Collins Sexton, big winner. Zach Collins, big winner. I think these two so far have been the must adds. If I if I I were to be asked, I think those two were the best uh, ads for today. Yeah, and I'm glad that we we shared the Zach Collins trade stash. Yeah, um, but I just to hope that. The Spurs don't, you know, play around with the lineups. Because uh, Collins is not the healthiest player. He just came from what back-to-back major injuries. They might, you know, scale back a little bit on the minutes later on, right? And play you know, Charles Bassey or whoever. Uh, or maybe well, they, they play Cambridge. Yeah. Give Cambridge. some minutes, yeah. right? Give him some minutes. I think. I think they got Dwayne Deadman, right? The first three. Yeah, yeah. They, they also uh, they got, got Dwayne Deadman. Uh, so there's Deadman, there's Collins, there's Birch, there's Bassey. They have Dieng. I think they still have Gorgi Dieng. So they have a lot of centers, but none of, of them course, are the leaving. Of course, the logical choice is Zach Collins, right? That's the logical choice. The logical play. choice, yes. But the there's no logical things right now in Spur- with the Spurs because the logical thing for them is to tank. And I don't know what it takes, but... Yeah, that's that's my only worry. Yeah. If you would rank Sexton and Collins, if you have two, I know it's a little bit late. Probably they've been added already. But just in case in shallower leagues, who do you like better? I like Sexton because um I just think that he doesn't have a backup problem, or the similar to the San Antonio thing you just mentioned. Uh, as you, as we, we just mentioned, five players there that could start literally at center. Cambridge started for Toronto. For a while, Charles Bassey is a very high upside guy that maybe San Antonio will say, okay, let's give Bassey the chance and, you know, let's go on a total youth movement. So just because of that, I would probably go with Sexton. All right. The next trade, Josh Hart and Cam Josh Reddish. Hart. Yeah. Is there another yeah. player? No. Uh, yeah, there's uh, V. Mikhailuk and Ryan R.C. Sodidiano or whatever. Okay, Sorry. Okay. So I don't think they're going to be fantasy relevant. Two players that yeah. could be fantasy of obviously fantasy relevant is Josh Hart. Cam Reddish is an intriguing uh, player. I think if there's one in this in the whole in the whole the whole all of the trades that happened today, I think Cam Reddish is the most intriguing one. Uh, does he so get Josh far, Hart minutes? What what happens here? It's I don't know I don't know I it's similar to the Spurs the, the Blazers have shade on Nasir they have Gary Payton started today they have these guys that are all not really fantasy relevant and even with minutes and now they have Cam Reddish I don't I don't certainly see that Cam Reddish is the best high up upside guy there because I think that's shade on Sharp or is he the best defender? 
that, that can replicate what Josh Hart does because it's Gary Payton. But uh, uh, Nazir Little uh, actually is the longest tenured guy out of the, all of them. So there's really, it's all over the place. I, have, I didn't add Cam Reddish. I know he can have a good start. Like suddenly, you know, he gets 20, 20 minutes, 25 minutes and he gets hot. But we have seen by in, with Cam Reddish that he just fades. You know, he just fades after a while because he's not that good of a player. There's a reason why, you know, he's from Atlanta to New York. He just can't uh, see consistent minutes. So for me, Flyer kind in a very, very deep league. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then Josh Hart probably takes a hit in New York. Yeah, probably takes a hit. Uh, probably takes a hit. But I don't think it's going to be a big hit, though. Let's I'm see. Thinking, I'm thinking, I'm hoping it's not going to be a big uh, let, Let's just hope he starts still. Uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully they don't play around. He's a better player than Kendin, Kendin Grimes. The only worry is, as I read, that he doesn't take three-pointers, you know, Josh Hart. Lately, he's not been taking three-pointers, and they need somebody who will take that, who will shoot. You know, that, that's what Grimes does. But it might be a minutes. So it's a hit for me, for Josh Hart. All right. Uh, and the last three... Am I right? This is the last trade. Yeah, so far. All right. The last trade for today, the biggest one, the biggest fish that was traded, Kevin Durant. Yeah. Goes to Phoenix uh, for Mikal Bridges, Cam Johnson. Who else? Uh, let me see. Jay Crowder. Jay, Jay Crowder. Crowder. Yeah. And some picks. Four, four picks. Four unprotected first round picks and a pick swap. So yeah. that's basically around five. Uh, picks. No, that's that's a big that 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 wasn't the the haul that I expected. I was thinking maybe Aton would be part of the deal, but they instead they went with uh Cam and uh who's the other one, Jay Crowder. Yeah. Now, talking let's talk about, about Phoenix. Let's talk about Phoenix yeah. first, okay? Because I Phoenix. don't think there's uh, we know that obviously Durant is gonna not gonna be available there. Does he take a hit? Maybe. It yeah. takes a little bit of a hit. In fact, uh, I think this is not good for you know KD owners because he can take his sweet time to you know as long as the the Suns are winning a bit, you know, recover. I actually don't agree that he can take his sweet time because if you look at what they gave up, you know, Mikhail, Cam, Jay, Jay, okay, he's not been there. Mikhail and Cam, and then they're injured. The injuries. I mean, they're out with Shamet. They're out. They're not deep. And people have been talking about buyout markets. I agree. Yes, they can get their depth in the buyout market. But that is still until March. No, yeah. March something. No, that, that will be a while. The, the Suns lack depth. And if KD is out, yes, they're a scary team. But look at it this way. If KD is out, they basically will be Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Aiton. That's the yeah. team. That's not good enough. But if KD is there, it's suddenly, whoa, what, what, a, what a good team. So KD is very crucial to this team. More than, I think, what what KD was with Golden State, with Steph, with Clay, with Ray during that time, because that team had everything. They had role players, they had this, they, they were yeah, they, they, were, were, they were a championship team. Yes. Uh, now, the KD team that KD is joining was uh was eliminated by one player last year. Yes. Yes. Right? That's that's true. So so uh with Phoenix it's not the same thing. With Phoenix he he's joining a team that really needs him, I think. 
but he takes for... a hit, right? He takes a little bit of hit because I think he there's takes... Booker, there's Aiton. I would say it's really Booker who takes a hit. Uh, I would think it's Booker and a little bit of Aiton because Aiton will still get the rebounds. Nobody else will do that. Maybe he gets some blocks here and there. Field goal is still good. Maybe the points will take a hit a little bit. If KD scores 30, Booker scores 20-something, then maybe there's not enough for Aiton. But looking again at the at the roster, it's not a complete roster. Very, very, very shallow roster. So I'm thinking without at the, at the, at the very least short term, all four of them can still have good value. Chris Paul might get 10, 11, 12 assists, many steals, you know, 10, 12, 13, 14 points. It's very, very uh, possible. No? So I think for now, pre-KD, post-KD. Pre-KD, while KD is injured, Torrey Craig, uh, Damian Lee, yeah. these guys just add them because, you know, they, they will play them, a lot. But they're, they're probably, the best you can expect from them is probably a streamer type. Because we've seen this before. We've yeah. seen this the last time Devin Booker yep. was out. Uh, no one was really must holds there. Um, campaign is still injured, so. Uh, but Mikal was there at that time. This yeah. is even worse for, for for Phoenix because Mikal is out, Cam is out, Devin Booker is actually being load managed. So, I think Craig pre KD, both KD. Um, let's see. Uh, Craig might still have some deep league value, but Damian Lee is the others that that would probably be streamed the next few days. Will be gone. I think Ish Wainwright, that's another name there to, to, to throw around. There, Jack Landale, you mentioned him. There will be some players that will suddenly have uh, good games here and there because of the lack of them in Phoenix. All right. And the last one, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. So Brooklyn gets Miguel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder. I'm not Jay. sure Jay Crowder would play. Um, but yeah, I like it for Mikal. Actually, I think that's the. You know, player who probably I you know I see benefiting the most among all those players that are re- rostered already in your lineups. Um, Cam Thomas, many people are asking. Let's talk about the traded players first. Mikal, Cam Johnson, and Jay. You think Jay Crowder plays? No, they are already saying they're gonna buy him out or trade. No, not buy him out. Trade him to a contender before the deadline. I don't think he plays one minute for Brooklyn. Because it, it's clear Brooklyn is trying to to, to a different situation, uh, not the playoff play-in situation. They're, they're not going for that anymore. They're not contending. At the very least, if they get into the play-in, fine, but they're not going to be contending. It's funny because I think Brooklyn went reverse. They were a team that was feel-good. So fast. Then, and then suddenly, so became, fast. suddenly became KD, Harden, Tyree, super powerhouse team, but the culture was gone because they, they, they sold that for this. Now they're going back at getting some of the players that they had then, like uh, Dinwiddie. And, and then they have players like Royce O'Neal, Dorian Finney-Smith, Mikal Bridges. These guys are glue guys, are great guys. You know, they're good defensively. It's hard to, it, it's hard to say uh, how much good their defense, defense will be with, this, with these people. Uh, but they'll be good. But scoring-wise, uh, I don't know where the points will come, but probably going to be with Dinwiddie, with Mikal. And with Cam Thomas. So, Mikal, really, a very low-key winner here. Not a lot of people are mentioning him. A lot of people are mentioning Dinwiddie. A lot of people are mentioning Cam Thomas. But I agree with you. Mikal Bridges, really, uh, for me, might should be his team. I mean, yeah. offense, defense, for now. For now, should be his team. And it's perfect because this year, he's shown that he can score yeah. better. 
right? Yes. Unlike in past years, you were just disappointed. He's a great roto guy, but he can't score a lot. He can't rebound. He can't, you know, he can do a lot, a little of other things, good percentages. But now, it's it could be his team, and we'll see if he can score like you know average for the rest of the season around twenty five, right? Is that asking too much? 25, 24 points. I think. I think that might be too much. There's not twenty-two uh, love scores there, but in maybe twenty-two, twenty-two, twenty-three points that could be uh, possible. Cam Thomas might continue being around a twenty-point scorer, and then you know Dean Weedy can score twenties also. So uh, I mean, those three can score. Well, we know Ben Simmons can score, so uh, can <laughs> score. Uh, he yeah. even can play. Um, he said, but they're not done. Brooklyn's not done. Uh, yeah, they, I, I've heard that they've been asking around uh, if anyone would want Ben Simmons at this point. I, oh, I'm good okay. luck with that. But uh, Cam, Cam, Cam Johnson, hold, right? Hold, but he takes a hit. Uh, it's, as I big said... Big hit here because... Big hit. DFS, two camps. Tale of two camps. Yeah. DFS, Royce, and the others, even Ben. As I said, Ben will still play until, you know, his knee become sore again but he still will play until that time comes so uh, hold on but uh, not as good as the Phoenix situation now the biggest name being asked around is Cam Thomas that's the name everyone's asking around I think this is good for Cam Um, KD's gone I mean this is not good for Cam short term because short term when KD was out you were only worried about Seth and Dinwiddie. Now, when Dinwiddie comes back, he can at least be the second scorer there in Brooklyn. But now that KD's out, long term, it's better for him. He doesn't have to worry about KD coming back. But short term, he now has to deal with Mikal and the other players also. But, as I said, he's a guard. Those are wings. They might start Mikal at shooting guard. That's possible. That might hit him. But he can at least be their sixth man. Who can score, you know, I don't know, 17, 18 points. You know, score, score, score in bunches. Yeah. So hold, hold, Mikal. This relatively okay for for Mikal. Ah, for Mikal, for Cam Thomas. Yeah, for Cam Thomas. He's the name that's been asked around a lot uh, among all the players that was you know affected into this street. All right, that's it for today. We'll try to upload this as fast as we can because you know we can't afford to upload this tomorrow, which we usually does yeah. a day after because tomorrow there'll be a new set of trades that's going to be going around. Uh, I and I'm pretty sure you've already seen lots of uh, takes already we posted them in our Facebook page with Komish uh, has you know tweeted a bunch of those and other even other fantasy analysts the top fantasy analysts have posted what to do you probably know what to do this is just a discussion for fun alright that's it for today's quickie we'll see you guys again tomorrow follow us subscribe uh, have a good night guys bye